so this was fairly interesting. Daily Dose of Daily Dose of Internet. If you don't know him, he's a guy who gets a bunch of different clips, uh, little viral things like, you know, 15, 20 seconds or whatever, and puts them all into a video on YouTube. So the dude gets 400 million views. That's a ridiculous amount of views. He's blown up in the last year. Like, the, the numbers are just insane. Which is interesting considering that the videos are, like, under five minutes, which traditionally is not something you'd think does very well. But this is one every three to four days. Probably what's really blowing him up though is shorts. Because the content that he has is perfect for shorts. He's probably just spamming these things out, right? A growth from here at, like, 80, 70 million or whatever, to now 400 million is usually inspired by shorts in the same way that you can look at my content and you can see a massive jump here from 10 million to like 70 million. That's a shorts jump. Ignore this little one down here. That's guy deleted some videos. But obviously you can see me getting here like 40 million views a month. I'm only getting like 15 million main channel views. That's probably what's uh, going on here for him. Yeah, so very successful person. Some people call into question the ethics of it though, considering that he doesn't make any of this content himself. He ultimately scrolls like TikTok and shorts and stuff to find stuff that is already very popular, but that he can make collaboration out of. But he does apparently get permission and or pay for these clips. So like you have a TikTok here of a dude fighting a kid. I mean, I guess at this point it's basically a TikTok compilation. Any just popular viral kind of clip. And you can see in the corner here, the name of the person who um, does it. Although again, because I'm not playing the video, it, it doesn't uh, show it. So he credits people, he gets permission, he pays people. It's arguably not creative work, but whatever. It's not something that I'm particularly concerned about. In the same way that when I first made my video about reaction content, I mean, the first one to Charlie, he brought up Sniper Wolf. And I said, she's not relevant to what I'm talking about because ultimately she does use clips and they are after the fact in that it's always edited and whatnot. It's still garbage, don't get me wrong, but I think it's far more gray how clips can be used for various different things. But obviously there can be things that are more egregious, Sniper Wolf, who doesn't credit anyone, doesn't really create anything, doesn't pay anyone any money or whatever, doesn't get permission, and Daily Dose of Internet that at least does those things. It doesn't really help the market impact as far as I'm concerned. Like, does it really benefit people who actually create things to compete with Daily Dose of Internet in the market? Like, if you're one of the people who has to make these things that are used in these compilations, is it in your best interest to compete with Daily Dose of Internet for the finite amount of tension that people have by yourself having to make every one of these individual clips? Daily Dose's business model requires countless, endless amounts of people working for themselves that he can sit at the top and kind of farm them for the best stuff. But again, a lot of this stuff in these videos isn't creative work. It is a dude who happened to be on the street who happened to record a guy slip and fall. Or a person with a security camera that happened to capture a thief messing up a robbery. Like, that's not exactly creative work, right? It's a much more gray area for me, right? These people aren't working hard to make clips, in most cases, where the Daily Dose is taking. They are just coincidentally being in a context where they record something of significance, which is a little bit different to me. Many of these people themselves not even being creators necessarily. Much of them selling their rival clips to companies. Those companies then get into agreements with Daily Dose to give him the clips. It is just a very interesting business model. Regardless, all that stuff is um, kind of irrelevant to what we're talking about here. Daily Dose has tweeted out, The future is here. My videos are now available in Espanol. More languages coming soon. This is, of course, that feature I was talking about how you can now have multiple audio tracks for videos. And I guess the right audio track will play based on your own language preferences. 
Like Mr. Beast, I'm pretty sure has closed down his multi-language channels and only has his main channel now. And so accompanying his words, he said, Daily Dose AI Spanish voice. And he has this 25 second clip. Esta es la toca el timbre y corre más rápido de todos los tiempos. Esta compañía fabrica lentes que pueden generar subtítulos en tiempo real cuando estás tratando de escuchar a alguien hablar. Alguien tuvo la increíble idea de crear una silla de jardín que en realidad está hecha de pa... So obviously it sounds like him, but in Spanish. So all his videos are just going to be like this, where it sounds like him speaking Spanish, but he himself does not speak Spanish, which obviously enables him to get to a much larger audience than he would otherwise be able to just speaking his uh, native tongue. I assume it's native tongue. I'm not sure. I don't know his ethnicity. I shouldn't have said that. He continues down here. Lots of people are upset that I didn't hire voice actors. One, my voice is my brand. Two, a native speaker is being paid to write out the text for the AI and for changing the titles for the videos. Because as I've said before, it's not you press a button and this is just done. All of this requires a significant amount of effort to do because AI is not good enough to be able to perfectly translate stuff, at least right now, because it, it doesn't get inflections right. It doesn't necessarily understand every single word. I can get a lot of stuff wrong. The auto-generated stuff can be like 95% right, but imagine if like 5% of what you're listening to is wrong. It'd be very confusing and not very good. So you need humans involved in some part of the process. An advantage that Daily Dose has is that his content is very simple. It's this guy saw something weird at a pub when he was out drinking and then the clip plays. It's very different from say a high energy action packed scene or like an hour's worth of content like what mine could be. Translating all that using AI with a person would take an astronomical amount of time. And even if I tried to do it, it would just ruin my workflow completely because the video might be complete and then it might take like, what, a week to get translated. And I don't even try how many additional people it would reach. This sort of conversion with AI to different languages or even getting dubs in native voice languages is only really suitable for some types of content, usually shorter types of content. People who don't release a video every single day or multiple videos every single day or hour long videos or what have you. But it would be interesting if this eventually comes to be even better it could be an automated thing that YouTube does. Is this of benefit to anyone really except Daily Dose? I guess the viewers could benefit, but imagine you're a Spanish content creator right now, largely making a living in the Spanish ecosystem on YouTube. And now all the big time players, all the big time YouTubers are gonna be doing their best to also move into that market. And as I say, there's only a finite amount of videos that such people can watch. There's only a finite amount of attention going around. And now the, the competition in that space will naturally just go up as more people are able to enter us and make content for it. So that's one thing, it potentially makes the lives of Spanish speaking content creators harder. But I mean, on what basis would you argue that such a person is owed that market or something? It can't be unethical for a person to attempt to make content for the viewers in that space. It's not like the Spanish content creators own those viewers in some respects. Putting all that aside, the AI question, the ethics of that is a separate thing. Am I against AI voices? I'm not sure how I could be. Like, let's say I EQ my voice to make it sound different using an equalization or whatever the hell it's called, changing the frequencies. So I make my voice deeper or softer or whatever. That's not bad as far as I'm concerned. Translation technology can't be bad. I mean, everyone wants a world where we can all communicate and the things that are made to translate people's voices in real time, that can't be bad, right? But he's fully turned his channel into AI, maybe writing the script for the videos, but he doesn't do much equals no solar passion in the project. Well, I mean, he'll still be doing the English version of it. It does feel a little bit soulless. Yeah, I, I guess. But I mean, the content that he makes is a little bit soulless. As in, it's not creative work. It's the bringing together of 
just random clips, I suppose. People complain down here that they should have hired Spanish narrators. He said here, it's, um, his voice is his brand. But I mean, it doesn't have to be. In a Spanish-speaking market, he could have someone else voicing over the videos and their voice would become the brand of Daily Dose in that particular region. I gotta admit, I'm not fully against this. While I can recognize some aspects of it that are questionable, they are equally questionable to me as Daily Dose's entire business model. <laughs> as I say, this is far from pressing a button and this just working. This would require a considerable amount of effort and involvement of native speakers, so. Related to this was Mr. Beast's tweet right here. New video broke the world record for most views in 24 hours on a non-music video. I'm living the life I would dream of every night when I was 13. I love you all. Thank you so much for watching our videos. I'll never take you all for granted. So why did this video get the most views in 24 hours? Other than of course that technically YouTube is always growing. With every additional year, there is more people who potentially can watch a video, right? 10 years ago, someone wasn't getting 50 million views in a day. So you can see here down in the corner on the video, it says audio track 14, 14. And so he's got Thai, Portuguese, Arabic, Russian, Hindi, French, Bengla, Vietnamese, Korean, Spanish, Turkish, Japanese, Indonesian. So how did it get the most views in a day? Well, it was in 14 different languages. So he could give the video and have it go well in all those different language speaking markets. No one else is doing this kind of stuff. What used to be here is a bunch of different channels with different languages, but he's removed them all. And so now all the views just go on one video, blowing them up. And you can see the numbers here, 129 million, 193 million. There's just not enough people in the English speaking world for you to really be able to get those kind of numbers. But obviously doing one video a month, getting them all translated like that is a bit more feasible than me, like 15 a month, that are an hour long. So I guess that's just always gonna be the case that there's just another way that certain types of content will be able to be even larger, while other types of content will necessarily always be a bit behind, at least in terms of the viewer numbers. Don't YouTube do it themselves? No. As I say, this takes a lot of work. There are always multiple ways to translate endless different videos. And in Mr. B's case, he's not doing an AI voice. He's hiring voice actors to dub things. Anyone who's ever tried to dub something will tell you it is a fucking difficult thing to do. In an ideal world, you want to use words that communicate the original meaning, but also somewhat match up to what the how the mouth is moving. If a person is speaking for five seconds and in your native tongue, those words would take eight seconds to say, it will look very strange. You've got to change the words to communicate the same meaning within five seconds, even if the original words would take eight. It is a creative thing to dub something, change this stuff. It's just the amount of money that you need to have and the amount of potential return on investment you need to make it worth it. Obviously, it needs to be very high. If I started dubbing all my videos in Spanish, not only would that take a ridiculous amount of my time, but the return probably wouldn't be there. He would have to keep the people who dub because the new viewers who watch him first time in their native language will associate him with that voice. That is also a part of it too, yeah. It would take a lot of trust finding the right people, but Mr. Beast has those kind of resources. Yeah, so I have no problems with this kind of stuff. It's just another, the rich get richer kind of thing, right? It is just the nature of markets and how society works. The richer you become, the more avenues you have to become even more wealthy. The degree to which I have an issue with this is just the degree to which I have a, an issue with the entire system, which society is based on. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.